So, well, I, on your request, caught up with the next yes. three episodes of Kingdoms of Ruin. Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What, what a wonderful show. How are you enjoying it, Sam? You know what? I actually have to give some props out, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, they have okay, taken good. the idea of let's be edgy and have just completely <laughs> run with it. In in the next three episodes, I have I have a field of blood that we are fighting in. I've yeah. got witches being decapitated after saving people's lives. I have a woman using gravity to crush a hundred plus soldiers <laughs> into just dust. And I get a guy resisting a magic spell only to get a blade poked through the back of his head and then slowly oh. pulled down into the top yeah. part of his mouth. And then for him to have his face worn by our protagonist. I just... Yeah. Yeah. There was a moment I felt myself start to enjoy it. <laughs> I just... Every out... Like, every atom of my body... You sadistic fucker. You absolute maniac. <laughs> this it, is it, where it kicks in for you. <laughs> absolutely. It's been so long since I've seen... Because so much modern anime wants to be prime time and it wants to be... Everybody can watch it. So the violence really does get toned down. So it has been a really long time mm. since I've seen something just revel in, oh, count the ways that I can mutilate a human body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me what the plot is, I think it's probably the same as it was about four episodes ago. But now okay. yeah. there's, that's, just a, that's fair. there's just a higher body count. But yeah, what about you? What did you think to, to them? Oh, <laughs> to, now that we're at the half season think... point, the half core point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, for me, it was—it's just the realization that you don't know what's going to happen in this show because mm. they're like, "Okay, we're going to bring back Chloe," and then Adonis is yeah. just, "No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm in fact, I'm going to bring this, back this other person." And then it's like, "Oh, I'm actually going to lure all of my enemies, all of the humans here, to do my job for me and take out these witches." And then you've got this new head honcho witch who within that the next episode gets bl obliterated into two pieces and, and still everyone around all the yeah yeah all the witches in that spinning attack like just gets oh either bisected or decapitated in the background did you see the girl in the background that's just holding, holding the head, head i was gonna comrades. say i laughed out loud at that i saw it and i was like <laughs> you're trying to do this especially, like really serious imagery and it's just yeah yeah all my friends has especially fell especially considering I watched that episode after Attack on Titan. The oh, episode. no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the, the, this, the similarities. It's just... Uh, the, Striking. Oh, it's just too too much. Um, yeah, and I think Adonis is slowly becoming a really favourite character of mine <laughs> because I just I just love his sort of sass and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to kill everyone. Like, Adonis, no, no, no this just, won't change so anything. Ruthless. How about I, I do it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And again, he's, the revelry in just, oh, here's the king and he's losing his mind. Oh, of course his wife is a witch because of course his wife is a witch. Oh, and now she's <laughs> killed him and everybody yeah. who saw what happened. Okay. Yeah. And then she gets the guy to just kill, shoot himself in the head. There's this other guy that seems to be working with the government. The guy with the glasses. Who yeah. was earlier, like, talking to the council of... Yes, like, and he's got the weird scars on his neck. And yeah, he's yeah. the guy in the but OP. He's also who... working with 
has some stuff going on. The witch. Who's working with the witch? Some sort yeah. of double agent. I. Yeah. <laughs> like my brain knows that it's awful, and I there are so many moments throughout where I just sigh and just resign myself to the fact that this isn't good storytelling. And then I watch yeah. somebody get chopped up in a completely different way, and I go, you know what? Actually, I'm back on board. But then also, it's like Adonis has always sided with Chloe, and we think that's because he's siding with the witches. Then we realise that the witches no. actually disowned Chloe, and yeah, their yeah. plan is to genocide the human race as well, by the sounds of it, I... with a with an army of humans that they're going to turn into weapons. Yeah. And Adonis is just like, okay, so it's I'm not siding with the witches, I'm not siding with the humans, I'm siding with Chloe. With Chloe I can't so bring if... Chloe back because she was too traumatised, I'm not going to put her through that. So... I'm just going to destroy everybody. Yeah, he and he effectively... I, I did have to appreciate that. that. That was the moment that I turned around because they set up the tree, the Mito, as mm. this can this births witches. And with your special magic, you can bring Chloe back yep. to life. I was like, okay, cool. So this is why Chloe's so heavily featured in the OP. A cliche, mm. we can't have any characters die that are like actually important to the plot. The edge is lost. And then he just reincarnates somebody else. And I go... yeah. This is actually a good twist. He's brought and back then the burns pig. down the tree. And then burns the tree so that <laughs> Chloe is now gone. Unless he does some reality overwriting later. She's done. Yeah, yeah. She's out of here. Yeah. And then he proceeds to genocide the witches. But I love that moment when the, the body double uh, witch talks to him and, sa- and he then turns around with the look on his face. Just like it's such a Shadow the Hedgehog style, like evil look <laughs> towards the camera of like, if Chloe doesn't like you, then I'm gonna kill you all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, fair call. <laughs> but then also doesn't follow through with that either. He's just like, you know what? I've changed my mind. I don't need Chloe to tell me that you're bad people. I'm yeah. just gonna do it anyway. Surprise. Um. So yeah, and I- the other bit is the other brutal bit for me is when. He's talking to Duraka, I think, or Daroka, whatever her name is, and the pink-haired girl. Yes. When she's praying for him, and she's about to try and use the love magic on yeah. him, and he just gets an <laughs> inch within her face, and he's like, "Try it, do it, try it, I'll and, kill and you, do it, and do it, and die. Like, do it if you want to die. Like, that's like, fine." He's just and then just goes on this murder spree again. All these resources to bring her back to life, and the fact that he just doesn't care. <laughs> He's just, re- he's like, you you did me a solid, therefore yeah, yeah, yeah. I will do you and the blue-haired girl a solid, and that is mm. it. We are now ties cut. You either use your magic <laughs> yeah. to kill everyone. You say that. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, it wasn't him that did the slicing. No. And the blue, blue-haired blue girl. She loses the face. top of her head. She's and just I'm like, like, I love you. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did like the uh, the samurai guy. Like, yeah. He just reminded me of a Metal Gear Solid uh rising mm. character Jetstream sam he's just i have the best right. tech and now everybody dies because i can slash everything but i also still yeah. like that adonis isn't infallible he still takes hits yeah. he's still having to heal himself obviously he's more durable but yeah so yeah, yeah. i think i will keep sticking with this even if it is just how like did you f- binging it in how did you feel when they when they went to space because i was like oh, i fucking this. lost it dude i honestly yeah the second they were like, "Oh yeah, of, co- of course they're on the moon," and I, I was this close to closing Crunchyroll. <laughs> and then I'm yeah, like, me too. What was the show is. we watched a couple of weeks ago where there was the uh, where they she got the superpowers and the girl, the quiet girl, um, who had the. It was literally it's literally like um, in the first episode, 
we watched it was it was this autumn's anime it was part of this autumn's anime and she's a small girl who's like quiet and shy she, there's the shy. fairground ride shy and shy like when they go to space, space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like oh no this is shy all over again, it's what is this going, again. what's going to happen here oh no this is a this is like a breeding factory for the weapon against the humans yeah for all the right, witch's okay. weapon that's different oh yeah also they got here by attaching themselves and hanging onto the side of a satellite I guess. <laughs> yes. And there's just all these what's skeletons like just floating in orbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, kudos, man. Fair play. Right. How much more deranged can this get? No, we'll see. We'll tune in next week to find out. Um, let's talk about Attack on Titan. Let's do it. Roll the music. Hello, Eve, Zoom, and Old, and welcome back to Anime Against the World, the show where I, Sam, and my good friend Will talk about the world of anime and the world at large. But, Will, what are we talking about this week? Well, Sam, we're talking about anime again, funny enough. Um, this week is there has been a big event in the world of anime in that mm-hmm. the Attack on Titan, one of the biggest grossing series of all time. Um, it, it, not even just in anime terms like this has superseded like a lot of mainstream media um, you've got live really actions sort of... you've got dramas you've got merchandise out the wazoo you've got official crossovers with marvel spider-man and the avengers official american comics using these characters it is a juggernaut juggernaut what's a juggernaut juggernaut it's a juggernaut a titanic a if you dog. will um very good yeah uh franchise that has yeah recently finally come to an end after the anime not sorry the manga finished a few years ago the anime has caught up and adapted the final chapters um in a big Mm. special and it's just over 10 years because i was looking at i think it came out april 20 2013 um yep ish the first season so we've had a 10 year um, well, the MCU, it's like a ten-year arc. Um, we'll see. We'll see what spin-offs there are um, and what how 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 the uh, franchise falls down after from here on out. <laughs> Attack on um, Titan two, but it's kids now. <laughs> <laughs> from the horses' perspective, <laughs> oh god, horses with ODM gear, <laughs> as we always say. <laughs> this is what we want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of which. Attack on Titan. Um, this this obviously throws me back right to the beginning of our podcast when yes. we started. Uh, this was the second show I think we watched. I believe so. Um, yeah, it was Death Note, uh, Attack on Titan, Sword Art. I think was our yeah, our think, big three entering the... the podcast sphere. So this is quite nostalgic yeah. and a bit like end of an era as as we. Yeah, oh, it it absolutely is. Or era, if you pronounce it properly. Um, All right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> for me, this was like you chose such good shows to start off the podcast. It's really been downhill from there. To oh be yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Kingdoms of Ruin. <laughs> yeah. Dedicating almost three episodes worth of time to a Kingdoms of Ruin segment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we have. Um, what we're we talking about, Attack on Titan. Yeah, so the very, so the very, sec- the very second episode, Death Note was amazing. I fell in love with that and binged that. And then Attack on Titan was just this something I'd never seen before. It was so, um, it, it just shows you, it showed me the the the, the lengths that anime could go um, in terms of entertainment and story and things that you just wouldn't 
be able to do in in live action, or not necessarily wouldn't be able to do, mm. but the real re, the, the suspension realization of that yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, and you can do it on a much more tight on a tighter budget that you know it'd be incredible to see this live action but would it ever hold up in terms of well you don't have to wonder will because there are two attack on titan live action movies which are held by the community as being awful well of course they are but that's not because that's not because it's not possible it's just because it's very 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 hard to do a good job without unlimited budget and incredible direction you have to hit every nail on the head with infinite money almost so yeah you know i I I think yeah i'm not expecting anything to be good but if they're out there i'm gonna watch them absolutely i'm I'm very i I checked them out when i was at university and you know like they do a a job of adapting some of the story i think at that point the manga had only been going for a little while and only the first season of the anime had come out so they go Mm that uh, intrepid route that most adaptations do in live action when there's a property that's not finished and they just made up their own ending and it oh, was okay all right bad <laughs> right yeah but i think it would be worth well, discussing to be honest i think i would rewatch them as like a bad movie night so bad they're maybe good yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah yeah okay cool um so speaking of making up endings this and this is the final episode Mm. of the entire franchise in terms of the manga Um, i don't know whether there's any sort of sequels or like extra little bits it's just just that's it and done one and done well there was one not not one and done one and done (laughs) four seat four seasons four seasons a bunch of specials and the final season final (laughs) chapters part two special yeah say that again three times fast what an absolute (laughs) ride to actually get to the ending because of course as we know the history of attack on titan is that it started with wit studio it started with this incredibly passionate team that carried it through all of season one it took a five-year break to let the manga just roll onwards came back with a shorter season two came back with a half of season three took another break half the other half the latter half of season three which was insane then dropping it from that studio dropping the most of the creatives from it switching over to mapper and then releasing the final season but actually it's just 16 episodes oh here's another eight episodes or so and now here's a bunch of specials for the finale like if there's anything to say about this (laughs) franchise unfortunately the anime has kind of limped over the finish line in terms of production schedule and timing and a lot of the hype that was built up from season three onwards i think maybe got lost like into the ether mm-hmm. but okay god damn you know that you've done a good job when crunchyroll crashes when you like land immediately like this was it we're back <laughs> baby the first special maybe lost a bit of the momentum but we came back swinging with people being excited for the literal final chapter yeah yeah and and i when you told me that this had dropped it i i sort of i I put this in the back of my mind because of the because of the huge gaps between wait time i was like i'm not gonna like be actively looking for this i'm just gonna when it happens i'm sure i'll hear about it so it was a bit of a surprise and a bit of a shock when you were like oh it's 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 here it's done it's fine and i was like oh that makes me really excited and really sad 
And throughout the entire episode, I was just thinking, this is it. This is the end. Is and the it end. was quite emotional. And, yeah. you know, we'll get into the episode itself in a second. But um, regardless of, like, you know, maybe dips after season three and things that you said there. And, and you know, just generally, like, you, you, this might not be your favorite. You might have better, there might be better arcs throughout. Um, the, bringing this to a close in the way that it has the hype around it, it is just, it's it's a special moment. And it I is. think we can all, anyone who's sort of gone on the journey of watching and experiencing this, especially if you've done it over the 10 years, mm. like I've joined like in the past three, it's been three years to be fair. So it's still, a, yeah, it's still, still a big, I'm still, it's big not like chunk I binged of your it life. all. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a, it's a pretty special property that yeah. uh, we can all appreciate. It's a special property. Um, and I think for a lot of newer anime fans, especially because anime is now more popular than it has ever been. I think mm, that's thanks to me and the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's definitely you, you bringing those newbies on and showing them, what anime they need to check out and and the best uh, things to pick up and drop um but no mm-hmm. like we've got this culture as anime fans of celebrating when a show ends and saying that it's all oh, the end of this era or the end of this um era 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 whatever you want to say um <laughs> for me the first really big one was uh in terms of manga, it was Bleach ending and then very soon afterwards, Naruto ended and then the anime caught up mm. in the last episode of Naruto, because Bleach never got that closure in the anime. Naruto had the final episode and I'd not watched the show in years because I'd read the manga and I w- watched right. those final okay. episodes and they were insanely beautiful homages to the whole series and just tying it all together with this passion that you just don't see and we've not had very many of these moments like isekai shows come and go they end they finish they have definitive conclusions but nobody gets that invested because it's like a flash in the pan it's maybe 26 weeks of your life uh, a gundam show will come out and finish within 50 episodes and you go okay cool that was great but i know there's another one coming that i can get invested in yeah things like the ending of dragon ball the ending of naruto the ending of bleach these are moments that kind of you have as milestones as an anime fan and for a lot of mm. new gen anime fans, this is it for them. If we think about yeah, modern yeah, yeah. anime, it's the new big starting shows are like Sword Art Online, Attack on Titan. And Sword Art Online it probably is going to keep going forever. They're going to find a new game to play. <laughs> <laughs> like Kirito's yeah. going to find another person to add to his harem. But <laughs> Titan was always a, a progressive story that had a clear ending in mind. And for so yeah, many... Yeah people who this was their first anime 10 years in they've probably gone and their entire life has changed they maybe started school Mm. changed jobs got married had kids so much has changed and for it all to kind of come to attack on titan ending it's huge and i think again like you said regardless of whether this is people's favorites and what people thought of the ending i think objectively you have to say that this is a big moment for the anime community at large and it's worth just going you know good job titan hats off to you see you next time in the sequel which will be 10 times worse (laughs) (laughs) oh brilliant well said okay so without further ado let's get into what actually happens yes uh, in this episode because um given the time gaps and things i was watching some of this and some of the characters I, i was like 
oh, who are you again? Who are you? Um, What's going on? Like, what what is happening here? Why why where's why is there a tree? And you know the, the general <laughs> themes. I sort of um, was able to sort of they came back to me. Um, Full but spoilers, it by the way. Has come a long way since. Sorry. Full spoilers, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely full spoilers. Yeah. Um, it's come a long way since season one, mm. and just in that in that small little walled city, um, worried about maybe the odd titan that they have to face. And um, I think now we've got Eren being this giant sort of skeletal um, monster roaming the lands with him destroying and. Let's get straight to it. 80% of humankind trampling yep. to death with his rumbling. Um, it's, rumbling, rumbling. It's, it's a huge sort of moral, questionable sort of... Mm. The, the whole episode is about like, can we forgive Eren or not? <laughs> like, yeah, apparently, to, to a degree. So I think My so. interpretation... I, oh, yeah, I want to hear oh, this. No, 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 I want to hear so your interpretation I, of what's going on. So yeah, I, I said up top before uh, before we started recording, uh, Sam may have to explain what actually happens in this show because, um, you know, like I say, there's been gaps, and I, it's not like I I follow the the narrative on mm. social media or anything like that. So it's very much just I've watched it, and that's all my only sort of in- interpretation. So which arguably from is what probably I, the from... purest thing that you can do. And I think before you give that, I just want yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love theory crafting. I love that people like to like chat about shows afterwards. But I think there is it's a double-edged sword because obviously it's really good and positive to contribute and theory craft and make up ideas where you think the story is going. But I also think right, yeah. that this leads to often it leads to a lot of unrealistic expectations where oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. people expect an ending or a story to play out in a certain way. A theory gains traction, gets really popular, and then when it doesn't go that way, um huh. It can be disappointing okay. for those people. That's However, interesting. So I'm assuming there was theories. Oh, absolutely. It, myself yeah. included, which I was way off base with. <laughs> okay, cool. So to, for you to come in almost like this pure virgin boy who has only <laughs> experienced the show and only has his own opinions really to kind of bounce off. This yeah, is really yeah, yeah. exciting for me as somebody who's terminally online. Okay, cool. Well, on that then, uh, I think... So Aaron is, uh, but Aaron is eventually destroyed. He is decapitated by Mikasa, and um, in, in in brilliant fashion inside his own mouth. Mm. And um, there's the, oh God, there's, there's there's so much that happens here that we'll we'll unpick, I guess, as we go forward if we have time. Um, but the the crux of it is Aaron has done all this deliberately. He get, we see at the end after it's all sort of come to fruition him flashback or everyone's sort of memories get revealed and we know that like the Eldian um link between them means that the founding paths. titan can control people's memories paths. and can, yeah through the paths can control their memories we know that the first king did that in order to sort of wipe their memories of the horrors and atrocities that they caused originally mm-hmm. um and in and Eren's motivation, basically he reveals this, his motivation and his story to the characters in different ways. And basically, especially um, uh, especially Armin, yep. he's like the one who, who we get the biggest sort of exposit of information from. And for me, it feels like Eren's whole philosophy is um, I I need... 
I need to do this in order to create an equal footing between the Eldians and the rest of the world. Mm. And in order to do that, I had to wipe out everyone else who could possibly pose a threat. Who could pose a threat uh, to the point where it's the same sort of population as um, Paradis. What's the place called? Paradis, yeah. And in doing so, I had to turn my friends against me and the power went, also went to my head, so maybe I didn't need to go this far, but then, like, I kind of did. Uh, <laughs> there's a sea of blood. Um, yep. And, and and the realisation from Armin that, like, because Armin tries to forgive him and tries to sort... And I'm thinking, Armin, don't do it. Uh, Armin, <laughs> don't, stop. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't stop. forgive the genocidal maniac. <laughs> yeah, and Eren's like, no, dude, it was 80%. Like, I, I killed 80% of the world. So many like, people oh, are yeah. dead. <laughs> and he's like, oh, actually... You make a valid point. <laughs> yeah, and then he vows to like go to hell with him, which is just true friendship. True, Sam. Friendship. If I ever, if I ever destroy the world and kill eighty percent, I have to. The, I now have to go to hell with you. Yeah. When the podcast yeah, finally just, turns set into the genocide mode, like I have to follow you through, <laughs> like because yeah. I helped co-start it. Great. Yeah. Or I mean, you know <laughs> yeah. what? I I should have read the fine print. I should have read the TOS before yeah. signing up to this back in uh, <laughs> back in twenty twenty. Yeah, um, and and then we get this post sort of apocalypse ah, yes. the, the thing post, where post credits where it hasn't made a difference. <laughs> like everyone's still killing everyone, and Eren sort of says this and knows this is going to happen. Like it doesn't solve anything. Um, so it it just and, and then there's like another war and we see the the, the destruction of another like futuristic city mm. and it's the, it's it's implied that war is inevitable uh, destruction is inevitable humankind is destined to just repeat fight and co- fight. repeat and repeat its mistakes um, a really bitter and sort of a somber end mm. and something that I, I I appreciate like I'm not saying that's a bad ending um, but also like. It does. Neg- it does seem for me. I, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something key, where like this bettered it in any way. Like I'm not really seeing what Aaron did to actually do anything positive. Mm. Because apart from release Mikasa from the debt, but then she's crying up by the tree for like every year. So it's not. She never lets it go. Yeah. He gives, he talks about like making Armin and Mikasa heroes for being Eldian and turning against Eren and and being his friends and sort of showing, trying to, I think he words it almost like he's trying to show that it's not the Eldians against the world. It's him and you can come together to sort of, it's what? It's bad actors who like, it doesn't matter who you are, it's that there are always going to be bad apples amongst a bunch that are gonna do things in their own way and and by having eldians defeat eldians to save the world or save what's mm. left of the world because um, we see that unified on the top of the hill don't we when the eldians um sort of everyone the the, the guy fires the gun in the air yeah. and um they, they sort of come together to sort of help each other but then that doesn't last and mm. is it mikasa or armin so one of them talks about talks about the fact that Oh no, I think it's Armin, and he says, "All this is going to do is make people think that they have to be stronger than anyone else to win, and they it's just going to make them think I need to hit first, 
and 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 kill or be killed and it's yeah. going to make the situation worse which in reality it does we see that the jaegerists become this like A leading uh, force army. in paradise they're the, like yeah taking so, over yeah yeah i think that's i think i think if what, what it comes down to is i'm struggling to pull out what what message Aaron's real yeah, what Aaron's real goal was, because it doesn't feel like he's done anything positive here. Is it just that he's, like he says, he was a kid who let his powers get away from him? Mm. Or is there something else that I'm missing? So this is where the ending really divides people. Um, the Attack on Titan ending, since the manga came out, has been a source of division arguments and flame wars across the internet. Um, because you again like i said beforehand like your your pure insight into it is that a lot of people were theory crafting that erin always had a plan erin mm. always like from the moment that he kissed historia and he turned into edgy erin mm. there was always a, gr- a plan there was always a greater goal there was always a a, a meaning to the madness a meaning mm. to the fact that he had to kill 80 percent of the human population now, in the manga release and the official translations, we get the the most beautiful line from Armin, which has been changed for the official anime release, where Armin says, thank you, Eren, for becoming a mass murderer for our sake. Now, right. that did not sit well with people, suffice to say. <laughs> no, seen, I can imagine. It was seen as... Armin forgiving a genocidal maniac. <laughs> now, mm. in the case of the, the anime, they um, with the manga author's uh, permission and intent, they change the lines around. So Armin no longer thanks Eren. He now says that he will not forgive him, but he will also mm. bear the sin of allowing him to get this far and go to hell with him. And we get mm. clarification from Eren in the, in the moment that he says... I'm just an idiot that actually, yeah, he is. He was given, he was a kid in awful circumstances who was given way too much power that he did not know what to do with. And so the only solution that he could think of was to march and kill and slaughter. And then, okay, I've equaled the playing field. My friends can kill me. Then somebody else can figure it out from there. And for lots of people online, that's not a good enough ending for Aaron because they wanted him to be the guy who knew what everybody was going to do. He, they wanted him to be the guy with the plan, the guy who was going to find the perfect solution. And unfortunately, what a lot of people missed is when you start committing genocide, there is no justification <laughs> for that. And yeah, so yeah. a Titan has always Agreed. been a story about war and how it's futile and sad and people will just always fall back into it. We see that in mm. Levi's story. We see that in Ymir's story, in Bertholdt and mm. Reiner. Every character is so affected by war and its futility and brutalness. And Eren's no different. 
No, even he, throughout Aaron's life, we see his sort of targets change from like, you know, he's mad at the local mili- militia because they're not they're not doing their jobs properly mm. right at the beginning, and then he's, he's his ultimate goal is to destroy the Titans, and then it's to destroy the um, the people outside of Paradis, yeah. the rest of the, the and and then it's to de- then it's to destroy the rest of the world, and and that's it, such it, an important moment when he gets to the shore and he realizes because for him his goal was okay. Everything and and this is Aaron in a nutshell. He thinks in absolutes. So for him, mm. initially after his mother dies, it's I'm going to kill all the Titans, and so he wor- he killed his mother apparently, as well. That's a twist that I don't like. Um, okay, because it's it's like one extra gotcha on top of it all. Uh, it's so the, the the problem I have with everything you've just said is that. People expected him to know everything, but he he's supposed to know everything. He sees everything at the same time, but as he says, he doesn't know what to do with that. He doesn't have the capacity like someone... He like, knew enough as a child to interpret the future messages and go, I'm going to redirect this Titan because Berthold needs to survive. Well, it wasn't... what. And, yeah, it wasn't him as a child that did that. It was um, after the Historia moment. As it, all of that comes after that point. Because if you, you do, you remember when Erin's um, dad got the attack titan power? Yes. Yeah. The dude says, "Oh, Armin and Mikasa, I'm going to come and save you." Like that's everybody who was the attack titan sees all. Erin is experiencing something that is insane to try and comprehend. He's experiencing yeah every moment of time for every attack titan at the same time, and then trying to muddle through. Okay, what's the present here? And he then goes, okay, if I send the Titan this way towards my house, then Bertholdt lives. And then mm. if Bertholdt lives, then he can kick the walls down. But he can't time travel. He can't time travel, no. So he, so he has to he has to make that decision in that moment. Basically, right? yeah. And again... So and he so is doing you... it as a child with the, with the memories and the visions of what's to come. Yeah, it's kind of like in that moment that he kisses Historia's hand and then that connection's made. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I have yeah. to make everything work right now. <laughs> yeah. And that was the only path yeah. that he saw. And I think to have that happen to our protagonist who we've seen be so like gritty and push through and try his hardest and then for him to just go i am horribly unqualified for this i'm i'm doing the choose your own adventure novel and i keep making the wrong choices <laughs> but it, mm. i still have to make those choices right now and this was all he could come up with i think a lot of people don't like it and i understand that but i think it encapsulates everything that attack on titan has tried to do from the beginning Aaron is a dumb kid with a, a poor outlook on the world and we know that he was already kind of crazy as a kid because he stabbed that guy to save mikasa mm. he's a he's a kid with a lot of baggage and a lot of problems being given too much power and the only solution he could see was to just equal the playing field and allow other people to just sort out his mess and i do not think that the argument and to, and to be fair mm. what he did do is he ridded the world of titans yeah well, implications. No. Um, All right. Let's let's spin it around to the post-credit scene that you mentioned about the, the more futuristic yeah. uh, city. This is another thing that was changed from the manga. Um, right. The idea that this is paradise. This is the tree that Eren's um, head yes, was yeah. buried under. 
in the manga, um, when the bombs start falling, as we see in the show, the cities look to be mm, kind of modern. So from the yeah. tech level that Paradis was already at, we we can assume maybe only maybe 40, 50 years have passed. It's kind of caught up with today. Because Paradis was always like an uh, like an analogy for maybe 1940s level tech. In the new was one... It? I would have said it was medieval. Medieval? Nah. Maybe. I think as soon... Well, as anyway. soon as um, the outside world gets introduced, that's when the kind of the tech up-leveling comes. And, and once they yeah, I mean, they didn't that... Yeah. But once they bring that stuff back, you can assume that we'd, we'd maybe hit Industrial Revolution. So maybe let's go earlier. Let's say okay. it's Industrial Revolution time. So the implication in the original was that there was a short amount of time where there was peace on Paradise. Eren achieved his goal. There was peace there, but only for maybe a couple of generations before they were bombed out of existence. The new ending, by showing the futuristic sci-fi city, implies that right, yeah, yeah, he yeah. managed to achieve some level of, quote-unquote, peace on Paradise, but for a longer stint of time, before the bombs fell. Mm. And then the last little stinger with the boy and his dog... Mm. unfortunately leads back around into the idea that it's just going to cycle again he's found the tree the tree is still standing he's going to go inside and find the weird centipede thing and that the titans are going to come back and this whole thing is just going to start all over again right so yeah i mean it was a bit of an uh, yeah i guess that is the implication um again nothing solid but like uh, the change yeah. It seems from the manga is that. that it's it's the degrees of time right it's okay so he he managed to do this for 40 years and then it was pointless versus he did it for hundreds of years and then humanity's nature crept back in because they forgot about him it's i think the message is good he managed to accomplish something i think the original manga ending was a lot more dour and kind of pessimistic <laughs> i guess the um, the other aspect of it is armin has seemingly a huge role to play in the new world in terms of their little party that are now wearing suits and going to mediate and mm. and, and trying to bring peace um with the warring nations or potential you know the volatile nations um and that is quite a wholesome ending in itself because it gives that sort of like someone who's been there we know this isn't the right path we need mm. to try and stop this happening again and that to was say the original that ending. it only that was the original ending when the manga ended it finished with um armin and co kind of going and changing the world and then ending with um mikasa on the hill with her new family looking at erin's grave but it wasn't until right a few months later that they released a bonus epilogue chapter eight pages of the boy and the dog going to the tree right so the original ending was open-ended there were conflicts still in play and the implication yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. things w could still go wrong but at least it was on a more positive note whereas this mm. new ending and the anime ending which is now locked in it kind of takes that away from the from our protagonist. It takes away the yeah. the effort that they've done. Well, they clearly were it, they clearly weren't happy with people being too happy about it. They were like, <laughs> "No, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Where's no, no, the war suffering? is bad. Remember, 
Yeah. Um, what did you so think about it then? So, like, home with, that. With, with that kind of primer, what what were your thoughts? Um. Oh, it's so hard, man. I think, like you say, you build it up, and I did think there would be more to Aaron's plan. Um, I didn't think he could be redeemable. I, I, I absolutely knew that, like, you know, this is, he's destroyed so much. Um, I don't know what I expected, really. I didn't, I don't think I had, I don't think I'd gone down enough rabbit holes to sort of consider, like, I didn't want to because I knew what, it's a bit like what we talked about with Dr. Stone and that idea, mm. like, you know, this is such a, a huge event that, like, has never really been, I don't want to think about it too much because I feel like I'll just, over i'll put too much pressure on it to, to yeah. sort of live up to those expectations i thought look the carnage was good the fighting was good like the whole the whole scene on the back of the of, on the back of erin fighting all of these reincarnations oh, of the, the character of, of previous um titans and then you have like uh Berthold and um people come back to sort of uh, spiritually defend our our guys mm. the way they get battered around Levi's story oh. when he's oh, Levi like he his cast of, oh he's 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 a he's just a god like Levi Levi's so cool um even and without he comes an back, eye. the whole gang are together oh. everyone's fighting I think peak, from that side of peak things it's being really peak <laughs> I'll, yeah, keep, I'll keep turning yeah. into a Titan as many times as I need to. I'm buying That was great. Anything. That was so good. I was screaming at the TV. I was just like, yes, Pete. Go, Pete. Go. Yeah, you've got resi- That's your thing. You're resilient. You've, you've got strong. endurance. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, endurance is your thing. Dude, and um, like that whole final sequence of, of um, Levi just... It was the same guy that animated the Levi sequence in season three where he goes across the rooftops and like goes into the bar. The same dude came back for the finale to do Levi's descent (laughs) through all of the rubble, cutting it apart and then pinging off that final thunder spear. Oh, I've not had goosebumps like that since probably that moment beforehand. Like He he does seem... After after the battle, he seems to be more battle-worn than he was, though. <laughs> like, I don't remember him losing an eye and being permanently disabled. Like, he looked like he got, like, a cut-up leg and was pretty badly in bad shape, but it didn't look very permanent. And then he's laying, like, in a wheelchair with this glass eye. And you you got to bear no, in mind, like, canonically, I think two days earlier, Zeke exploded less than 10 feet from him. Yes, but... But but Sam, if you get back, if you come back from that to do what he's done in this episode, you cannot say that that had any lasting impact. It, it like, oh yeah, now away. I can't walk. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Fair. Did he have that all the way through the episode then? Yeah, he was all bandaged did, up for like, oh, the whole right. time. Uh, oh, it was through. bandaged up. Of course, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's fair. That's completely fair. I'll take that back. I forgot that it was bandaged up and like I think that just became a part of his part that's of him. His character so like, design. He's, I'm sure it'll be Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's always been bandaged up ever since season one. Yeah. Oh yeah. dude. But yeah, like the presentation, I think, taking the breaks between seasons and to release it as a special and to actually give animators the time to work on this has worked phenomenally well. There was no moment mm. of this special that I thought that things were off model. I thought everything hit. The remix of like barriers and the, all the main songs from the uh, TV show were so good. Mm. Like audio, visual, directing, storyboarding, 
everything just was ratcheted up to movie level quality and it just hits it just feels good to watch it feels exciting to watch from beginning to end did we feel i mean i think we all the way through like i was quite low for the first half because there did just seem to be hopelessness yeah. like it was just Armin's and, and gone. potentially it was he's been deep throated by too this much... weird tentacle thing <laughs> yeah I, I think i think anime in general has has a bit of a habit of over egging their like points and just over over expositing so there was a lot of sort of like well this is it i can't do anything this is it we're done and and every character sort of having this realization which you know it's powerful but potentially it takes away some of it when you have to when you when you beaten over the head with it head with it so obviously mm. um but i thought i think having that really low point was really important to show i mean it's not like it hasn't been low throughout the series yeah. it's been progressively getting more and more desperate um but then and for then, the, the dominoes to start to fall in favor of the characters like there's the moment that Connie and Jean get, uh, or Jean get turned into Titans, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is it!" Like, yeah, we are actually at negative ten. But then, yeah, just the music starts swelling, and we suddenly just get, "All right, Armin's back, and he's a colossal Titan." Reiner has just gripped this eldritch abomination, and he's holding it back. Mikasa and Levi, the last two Ackermans, are just shredding everything in their path and we just get this moment of everything lines up perfectly for Mikasa to just swoop in and just take the win and it's I have to say like that entire sequence alone made me tear up like that really got yeah. to me just the way that it was executed and just the moment and, and the the fluidness of Mikasa's blade just taking out Eren's head just mm. all of that just coming to this big capstone of this is the end this is it We've done it. Mm -hmm. The costs are going to come later, but at this moment, there is a victory. And this is the first time we've really had a victory since the final season really started. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. just been, okay, Hange stopped the Titans, but we lost Hange. Oh, well, everybody in Paradise is basically dead because the rumbling started. Oh, here's this guy that you liked and this cool commander, Pixis. Oh, he's gone. He's a Titan and he's dead now just this tragedy upon tragedy and finally we get yeah. the a, a definitive that's a good question victory. though since the rumble, rumbling mm. did the people in Par paradise be affected by that or did it go outward i mean to be fair there was many walls so, yeah. so it, it must have been basically just the central district i would imagine the central district was that and then the rumbling or each wall broke down and then that was it paradise got flattened and the only things left mm. would be the center of the wall interesting mm. it almost feels like not enough to rebuild society almost <laughs> <laughs> there are questions mm. there are questions to be had i liked how um who's the young kid that turned into the flying titan oh falco falco i thought that was a nice save he just sort of he goes to town he, he the Mm. He blows up the ship that they're all on to sort of turn into a Titan and comes to save the day because they were they needed something and I was like ah oh, Falco go on lad he's been he's been in 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 there like he's 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 been the moral compass for, for is it Sasha his Ga Gabby Gabby Who no killed... Sasha no don't even get yeah, but... <laughs> yeah Sasha's very different oh don't get this confused <laughs> that, 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 that did you hear that Will? there is a crossover the, there somewhere that's the sound of the fan base rallying against you. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, uh, Sasha's not even that big a deal. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the hottest take of all time. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but I liked Falco. I liked his um, sort of ho- holier than now. I'm just go- I'm gonna do my bit. Um, that shot of him and behind then, yeah, the like, castle with the big wings that was very on the nose, but rule of cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. And then we have um, yeah, like you say. Then there's all that gas on top of the build, on top of the cliff that turns everybody yeah. into titans. Um, and then they sort of just charge down to take down, um, well, to, to help Eren basically. Um, and that and that was brutal seeing it. But then they all got turned back, right? Yeah, yeah. So once the once Eren was killed, because mm. killing Eren eliminates titans from the world. Everybody who is a titan currently now turns back into a human so that i would imagine would include all of the colossal titans potentially it would were they ever were they ever eldians no 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 you're right you're right it's they were just created by um the girl in paths yeah 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 yeah. that's a question i have for you but yeah go on the girl in paths the first Mm. the first titan user what did you think of the revelation that she always loved King Fritz, the first king, and that's why yeah. she stops Ymir. the Titans? Ymir? Ymir. Ymir. Yeah. Mm. What did you think and about that? And that's why she... This man who has um... enslaved her, sexually assaulted her, and sacrificed her, she always loved him. And so seeing mm. Mikasa do what she couldn't is the reason why the titans fail because this is a big point online i want to know what you think as a anime only mm. okay so i i think um first of all <clears throat> first of all a lot of that backstory a lot of the backstory is sort of vague and foggy in my mind anyway because of the gaps so going in so it was really just this episode that i was really focused on it right right um so I, I, from what you've said that you know being mistreated and all of that sort of thing um i don't mind it i don't mind it i think mm. i like i always i'm a sucker for symbolism and things like that and yeah. and, and to have that to have mikasa and Aaron's relationship be the crux of the ending i think is poetic and is poignant because that's been effectively since episode one the friendship like him and armin are are bros like Mm. they are best buds they they get each other and they'll be there for each other no matter what but mikasa and erin encapsulates the hurt and the suffering in the world Mm. and that sort of protective nature and that sort of you know erin saved mikasa in in his own way in, you know, all those years ago, yep. Mikasa devoted her life to protecting Eren and being there for him. And that bond being the thing that then triggers everything off to, to come bring it to a close, I think is nice. It is poetic. Mm. Um, yeah. I, what's the, what's the alternative? What's the, con- what's the controversy here? The controversy is that um, it's more the Ymir side it's of things. The, it is the Ymir side of things. I think a lot of people don't mind the fact that there's parallels and, and like you said, that, that poetic nature of Eren and Mikasa's relationship. What people don't like is 
this idea that Ymir could love King Fritz, the original. Um, a lot of people <sighs> um, throw out like, but we see that is that that's not a new concept. Like yeah, yeah, and, and I think this. Dig like you say, down. Stockholm Syndrome, but also like like loving a tyrant. Like yeah, there's... I think it, you dig down enough, like you can find many examples where people love people that they shouldn't love, and and to yeah. be, this really humanizes Ymir for me in a way that she's been this kind of almighty force in the yeah. paths for so long, and you know, people make mistakes, people have feelings for people that they probably shouldn't do, and to, to humanize her in this way and to have it be like, oh well. What did she know before that? She knew slavery and she knew looking after pigs. And then the king gave her purpose. The king gave her um, drive. Power. And <laughs> I'm not here to say that like, it's a good thing. I think objectively it's a bad thing. And if this was a modern society, then she should get help. She should leave. She should do whatever. But in the case of the story, in the case of the narrative, what else is this character in those circumstances going to think? And for it to end the way that it does, I think it's it works. It's serviceable. Do I have to like it? Mm. No. But does it make sense within this world and within these set of circumstances? I think so. I think it makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't... I, I didn't think too hardly about it. I think it does make sense. I think, you know, relationships, people... Like, you could even very basically argue everyone thinks differently right everyone's got their own interpretations of what love looks like and what's right and what's wrong um you could argue just that you know because of her trauma that her mind was warped and her, her sort of sense of right and wrong and love was just was just completely different to what the rest of society thought because of her upbringing because of the things that she'd been through so it's not whether you obviously like she shouldn't be she shouldn't love the guy but like you say people make poor decisions all the time and she's been in this environment and that's the way she thinks she does love it like she shouldn't but she does like that's mm. that, that, that's it, a fallible character and it's, that's it's what a that's character what... flaw will <laughs> yeah yeah and some people don't like when people have character flaws i think that's the crux yeah. and i think that kind of boils down that's what it comes back to with erin doesn't it with everything is the fact that this yeah was a story that went outside of the norms. It pushed the boundaries of what a shonen could be. We've got characters who make mistakes, who do things that don't make sense, who act emotionally and irrationally. And I think that's the message that the author has always tried to get across, is the fact that people are going to act in the most bizarre and out of left field ways as possible. And the chaos of the the ramifications of those actions and those things that they do everybody else has to deal with and the only thing that we can really do is like we see in the last special where everybody gathers around and they cook a stew and they just talk to each other is find the small moments of peace find the small moments of happiness support one another help where you can and within your capacity and just be good to each other somebody's mm. going to be crazy somebody's going to do something that's going to upset people around them but to make sure that we as a species, as a as a individual can make it through the madness, just be good and hope that that goodness comes back around from other people, I think. And that's the mm. message of Attack on Titan. It's not about war. It's not about sci-fi. It's not about Eren having the plan or about anything else. It's just about being good and helping within your capacity. At least for me, that's yeah. my 
takeaway from this story after 10 years. For me, it's, yeah, no, I, I, that was brilliantly said. That was brilliantly said. And I think you're absolutely right because we see it even straight after with Levi and the guys helping out those who are on in the camps that are trying to sort of re reestablish themselves mm-hmm. after the destruction, handing out food, handing out lollipops and things <laughs> with Levi. Um, and, and that sense of just trying to make life a little bit better for everybody else around them. Um, we, we, we see it, um, we, we see it, like you said, with the stew and things. We, we see it throughout the series in small pockets, those little bits of laughter. We see Levi in a pinafore, yeah. which is, is brilliant. <laughs> Bursting um, out of the windows. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, those are the moments that they live for, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and we see people declaring their love when, rightly or wrongly, when Armin has his moments with... Uh, with Annie, doesn't yeah, he? is that a thing that I'm remembering? Right? You are right. Yeah, he's um, down there and he starts to kind of like confess his feelings to her. And oh, because he has Berthold's memories. Yeah, no, that is kind of kind of quirky. Yeah, it's um, a bit quirky. <laughs> like I'm now in love with you now because I see what Berthold sees and saw in you. Um, <laughs> so like you brag about you brag about your girl so much that someone else starts. It's like, like, yeah, starts actually, you've got a point. Actually, no, you, yeah. I, see what, I see what you mean. How about I move in on this? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I, I think that is a really nice message to take away from Attack on Titan. At the end of the day, it's carnage. Mm. It's uh, it, it, it goes, I think, like, if we're talking about, like, our favorite seasons, because I know you wanted to touch on that. Yeah. I think the first few are beautifully contained in their sort of their narrative structure you can see like when they hit the reveals of um, the outside world and then yeah. you see like this uh, battle going on the, the the sort of tactical stuff that Aaron's trying to play as he sorts of sort of becomes this um you know this monster end game boss yeah <laughs> why I think... can't i hear boss music <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's it's a lot more it's a cleaner and it it feels a lot more narratively sound and by this point Mm. it is just carnage and it is just like no one really knows what's fight what's what what people's reasons are it's just it's got to this point where no one can stop um and yeah and it's just about trying to end it, trying to you know we no one's going to win here. It's just about stop, uh, just try and bring Absolutely. things to an end. And I, I think uh, you don't have to understand Aaron's motivations by this point because it's got to that point. Like there's a, there's that classic, you know, the beginnings of World War One. Um, nobody wanted to happen. Neither no no side wanted to start that war, but there was a chain of events because of you know the assassination that mm. led to someone having to 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 back someone up, and then it's like, well, no, hold on, I don't want to do this, but we've said that we'll support this country, and we've sub- and no one there was no dominant, there was no like um, World War Two where it was one clearly clearly adversary <laughs> adversarially f- force yeah. trying to take control. It was just a load of little steps and things that political agreements that forced people's hands and ended up in this big mess. And I think you could almost maybe (laughs) it's one big political step, I guess in Aaron's (laughs) logic, but up until that point, there is, there is this attempt to try and solve things. It's like, well, can we reason? And Aaron's because Aaron's Aaron speeds, uh, uh, speeds up the process because he sees 
like end game. So he he yeah. he knows that we we're not going to talk it out. We're not going to figure it all out. But everyone else is like, no one wants to go to war. But it's like, well, if we don't, this will happen. If mm. we do this, and it's not necessarily a control thing for anyone. It's just out of fear and out of so. Yeah. Oh God, I don't really know what I was coming to a conclusion there. But I think it, yeah, basically it just escalates into complete chaos, and no one's mm. right. And it's just a case of we need to put an end to this before no one exists anymore. Yeah, no one's right. Everybody's wrong. Everyone's done stuff that they regret. But mm-hmm. we have to work together because otherwise, that's it. We're all gone. Yeah, well said. Mm. Wow. Is there any other things Ooh. that you want to talk about to wrap up uh, this episode? Because we could probably talk about it for a lot longer. But I, I think that's a really nice note to sort of cut off the main episode and if there's anything else that you want to sort of touch on um outside of that yeah i think let's leave it there for the finale i think we've said a bunch about it again like you said we can talk forever about deep insights revelations character work animation voice acting like we could go on but i think Yeah, yeah yeah most people who are watching or watching i say listening uh to us here you know that this is a, ment- a momentous occasion. Your opinion is yours. If you loved it, then great. If you hated it, that's also great. Like, you know, things deserve to be criticized. And in the end, I think we can all appreciate the cultural impact that this series has had. And you know what? I can't wait to find out what the next Attack on Titan is going to be. <laughs> yeah, well said. Um, thank you all for listening. Make sure you hit us up and let us know your thoughts on Attack on Titan as a whole and this final conclusion. Did it live up to live up to your expectations? Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram at, as um, uh, gay, uh, what are we? What, what what's are our, we? What what's are we name? against? I think something the, against the world. Anime against, anime the, against world. the world. Yeah, that's our new one. I go. think we should probably make a new Twitter to be honest. <laughs> <Just. laughs> are, we, are we are we still Gateway? Yeah, we're still Gateway TTA. Oh, we are as our handle. Yeah, I've changed the name of it. But uh, yeah, we could just create a whole new one. Um, Start from scratch, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, thank you all for listening. And we look forward to seeing you next time when we'll talk about something hopefully a little bit more lighthearted, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Let's try. Let's try. Big heavy hitter today. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Bye.